Nova, you are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Nira Jasmine, and this is episode 42, You Deserve, part one. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. Today's shout out goes to one of my lovely, lovely supporters, Fractal Rachel. A couple weeks ago, she said, Growing Gardenias is yet another wonderful podcast for learning and reflection. It's like hitting up a hardware store for your inner toolkit and you're deluding yourself if you think you don't need one. You can jump in at any episode. That honestly made my day when I first read it and reading it again is making me smile. Thank you so much for all your support thank you all of you for all your reviews all your support all the love i really appreciate it and if you haven't already please leave me a rate and review on apple Podcasts. thank you so tonight's episode so this is part one of like a little mini series in growing gardenias called you deserve and i wanted to talk about how we let our past experiences and our past situations determine what we're worthy of and what we're not worthy of And I'm going to share my own experiences, of course, and how that contributed to my own self-sabotage and my own self-love and my own self-worth. It's a known fact. We as humans self-sabotage. We self-sabotage. We let people treat us any which way because we feel deep down that we don't deserve anything good. Maybe you've been through some sort of abuse, some sort of childhood trauma. Maybe you had a set of toxic relationships or bad person after bad person after bad person into your life. Maybe you were never taught to love your yourself whatever it is you're wrong you deserve all the love and all the blessings and all the good things that you have or that are on their way to you and trust me when I say I know it's hard to believe especially if you've been raised to feel that you mean nothing but you mean something you are valuable what we're not gonna do is deny ourselves what we deserve because of our thoughts because of our belief system that's not okay we've all been through hardships But all the love and all the blessings we're receiving or we will receive or we're not allowing ourselves to receive, allow yourself to receive it because you deserve it. We deserve it. It's really easy to let our past determine if we are worthy of love or greatness. And it's a mindset you really have to fight to get rid of. At least I had to. I have to. I'm still in the process of doing it. And it's a work in progress. It really is. There's a couple of things I want you guys to know. There's a couple of things I want you to internalize. There's a couple of things I want you to continuously tell yourself until you believe it, if you don't already believe it. And this is for people who are struggling with their worth. This is for people who are starting to come to terms with the fact that they've never learned their worth. They've never learned their value. And now as an adult, you're kind of in shambles trying to figure it out. This is for you. This is for me. This is for all of us. Like I always say, these processes, these struggles that you go through, you're never alone. Someone else somewhere is going through them also, even if they're not vocalizing it. So this is for all of us. We're a unit. We're a community. We're a family. And I just ask one thing. The things that I'm going to say to you, I want you to really practice believing if you aren't there yet. Because I know it's hard. It's hard to get to that point where you believe that you're valuable, where you believe that you're worthy. But I want y'all to try. So firstly, you are not too hard to love. I will say that again. You are not too hard to love. 
I am so, so sorry that someone made you feel like you are, but you are not. You are not too hard to love. They just are not worthy of you. I say this all the time. The people who are meant to be in your life will stick around in your life. And if they don't, that's a sign that they didn't need to be there to begin with. If someone, anyone, I don't care who, someone makes you feel like you're too hard to love because of what you've been through or because you're still trying to navigate your traumas, that person can go. Now, granted, they don't have to stick around. That is true. But that isn't a reflection of you or the type of person that you are. Now, full transparency, growing up, I always felt like I was hard to love, mostly because of my relationship with my father. My thinking kind of went like this. I would be like, okay, well, my own father doesn't want to be in my life. Why would anyone else want to be in my life? Boom, I'm hard to love. I'm difficult. I'm a handful. I'm a lot. And that was what I told myself all the time. And because of these thoughts that I had, I would let people do what they want and get away with everything. And it was my own thinking that had me believing for years that I really was not good enough or really was not worthy enough of being loved and actually having good people in my life and having people stick around. And I wholeheartedly believed that. So what would happen is that I would be with people who I knew couldn't love me the way I needed to be loved. And then they would prove me right because they weren't up to par to begin with. And then I'm like, oh, you see, this person couldn't love me. Knowing from the get-go they couldn't love me. And I would be like, oh, they couldn't love me because I'm hard to love. Then the cycle begins again. And honestly, you know, I'm 23 years old. I'm in a pretty healthy relationship. I still feel this way from time to time because my thoughts still go there, but I'm slowly overcoming it. And I do that by constantly reminding myself that my experiences do not define me. And I'm not hard to love. I'm not. And you're not hard to love either. You're not. I don't care who's told you that you're hard to love. I don't care who's made you feel like you're hard to love. I don't care if you feel like you're hard to love because of your experiences, because your experiences have molded you into a hardcore person. I don't care. You are not hard to love and you will not continue to navigate life as if you are hard to love. No. Now, what I've been trying to tell myself is if I felt that way in the past, it's because I've allowed myself to feel this way due to other people's actions. But I am worthy. I am strong. I am worthy of love. I do love who I am and my life. And I've been telling myself this over and over and over. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I really believe this. And other times I'm like, hmm don't really believe this, but I'm going to keep saying it until I do. I'm going to keep saying it until it sticks and you need to do the same. You only have one life, one body, and your body is your home. You need to love it. You need to be kind to it. Don't feel like you're too hard to love. You're not too hard to love. You're amazing. You're exceptional. And when you realize that and you start treating yourself with love and with respect, so will other people. That leads me right into the point That other people's actions don't determine your worth. Only you determine your worth. And this episode might sound a bit repetitive, but I really want you to understand, to internalize, and to believe the things I'm telling you right now. And I'm saying these things because at one point, sometimes present day, I've struggled with these thoughts, struggled with self-worth, struggled with self-esteem, with self-love. 
And I just know how hard it gets and how hard it is to believe these things, even if someone is telling it to you. But that's okay, because I'm going to say it anyway. And I want you, whoever is listening, to listen to this episode as many times as you need to listen to this episode. But like I said, only you determine your worth. What you feed your mind is what it will believe. So you really have to tell yourself that you are worth so much. You are unique. Say it. I am unique. You are beautiful. I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am strong. You know, you've experienced something that made you question your worth. But listen to me, to Niara, to Growing Gardenias. That experience does not determine your worth. That person does not determine your worth. You are so amazing. And if you have to keep telling yourself that over and over and over, do it. Do it. Keep saying it until you believe it because it is the truth. Someone else's actions does not determine, even if their actions were against you, that doesn't determine your worth. If something happened to you, that experience, that thing that happened to you, that changed you, that made you believe that you're unworthy, that thing does not determine your worth. You are the only person who determines your worth. Not even your mother who pushed you out of her womb determines your worth. You do. That's it. Only you. Now, with that being said, you are not damaged goods because of your experiences. Let me say that again. You are not damaged goods because of your experiences. And trust me when I tell you I am preaching to the choir right now, like, Full transparency again, my sexual abuse, well, some of you know if you listen to me too, I was sexually abused for a couple years by a family member, and my sexual abuse for years made me think that I was damaged, because like I literally used to say, and I, I'm cringing thinking about like my 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old self saying that I'm damaged goods, telling myself, Niara, you're damaged goods. What? No, 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 baby. You are not damaged in the slightest, in the slightest. You may not feel whole, but you are whole. You are not damaged, I promise. That is false. What you're telling yourself is false. Your experiences do not define you in any way. If anything, they make you stronger. Let me tell you something. You are not damaged. You are a survivor. You're strong. Your experience has molded you into the person you are today, and that's okay. Even if you don't like that person, that's okay. You don't have to like that person right now. You don't have to like that person tomorrow. You don't have to like that person in two days, but you will learn to love that person eventually because you only have one life. That's who you are, and we all have things we don't like. We all have skeletons in our closet. That's okay, though doesn't mean that you're damaged you're not damaged goods in any way you're so valuable you are so important you know you may have things that you're still dealing with but that does not mean something is wrong with you that does not mean you're not worthy in any way that does not mean you're not whole nothing is wrong with you you're human these feelings are normal and they're valid, I promise. Coming from someone who literally would tell herself she is damaged goods. This is coming from me. I am not damaged goods because of what I've been through. You are not damaged goods because of what you've been through. And that's that. That's that. Another thing, my love, is you are worthy and deserving of healthy love 
and good relationships and good people, please, please, please let love in. You know, it was so easy for me to convince myself that I didn't deserve people treating me the right way. And this doesn't only apply to relationships like romantic relationships. This is relationships with your family members, friendships. But it took literally me constantly, like every day, journaling to like, because that's the way I haven't found a black therapist yet. I'm still looking, unfortunately. So my form of coping has been journaling, helping me process all my shit. My partner, he's also been helping me process my shit by just allowing me to have a safe space to vent, to talk openly, judgment free. But it took me really processing my shit. And I'm still in the process of processing all my shit. But it took me also constantly telling myself, literally, my journal, my, my, my entries are like a battle between this present version of myself who wants so badly to be engulfed in self-love and so badly to be confident, fighting, competing against that scared little girl who's in survival mode. And it's just like, I constantly have to tell myself, I am worthy. I am worthy of a good love, a healthy love that I deserve. I deserve this. And I have to keep telling myself that for it to stick. Even when I first got into this healthy relationship, I was like, okay, something is not right. Why isn't something right? Because it's not toxic. Because we're not cursing each other out. Because <laughs> it's not abusive. It's healthy. It's good. It feels good. This is this is scary. It's a new territory. I didn't know what it felt like to be in like a healthy situation. And so I was like looking for stuff, picking fights, because I'm like, that's what I know. That's what I'm used to. We're not doing that. You deserve healthy love. You deserve a good love. You know, you deserve love that doesn't include suffering. I promise you don't have to suffer first to love, to be loved. You don't. Keep your heart open, and I know it's hard, but don't close off the idea of a good, healthy love, a good, healthy relationship, good, healthy friends, good people in your life because of what you've been through. Like, you deserve all the goodness, all the blessings, sis. You really do. Like, what makes you not deserve it? You're a beautiful person, inside and out. You just are. And I don't know who exactly is listening to this, but you have to be. I know you are. I don't have to know who's listening to this. You are. And your past, even if you've made mistakes, which we all have, we've all made mistakes. That doesn't mean that you don't get to feel loved and you don't get to be around people who love you and you don't get to experience that good, healthy love that we don't really get to experience, especially if you've been through something, you kind of, you kind of, you're not used to that, and so you kind of want that toxic thing because that's more familiar to you. That's, that's familiar territory. You know how to navigate toxic relationships. You don't know how to navigate people being kind to you. You don't know how to navigate people loving you for you with no strings attached, no attachments. You don't know how to navigate people loving you without needing something from you, loving you just genuinely just because of who you are. And that's okay because I didn't either. Sometimes I still don't. That doesn't mean that you're not worthy of it or you're not deserving of it because you are. You deserve it. You deserve it. Okay? Another thing is you are worth fighting for. And I'm saying things that 
kind of like affirming statements that I needed to hear that I couldn't tell myself back in my younger days, even now. You are worth fighting for. Part of feeling unloved and not knowing your worth, you probably feel like you're not worth fighting for. And I'm saying probably just because this is how I felt a lot of the time. Sometimes I still feel this way, even in friendships, you know, but you are worth fighting for. Every bit of you is worth fighting for, queen or king or whoever is listening. Anyone who is willing, and this is, this is my opinion, anyone who is willing to walk out of your life, let them go, please, because you're better off without them. They'll realize soon enough that they made a mistake. And even if they don't, that's not your concern. Someone walks out of your life, it's no longer your concern. And I say that with love, but you can't really expect things out of people. And then even if you do and they don't live up to your expectations, okay, move on. Part of knowing your worth is also knowing when to wipe your hands clean of situations and people. But all of this might be hard to believe, especially if you're used to people not fighting for you. But honestly, that's on them. That's not you. The right people will fight for you. And when I say fight for you, it doesn't have to be this whole dramatic thing. I just mean people who are not afraid to show you that you mean something to them, to show you that they want you in their lives, to show you that you are important to them. That's what I mean when I say fight for you. I don't mean anything else, really. Um... And I get that feeling too. I really do. Like in my journal the other day, I wrote, I'm tired of fighting for people who don't fight for me. And that was in reference to like a friendship, but I meant that. And so what I've decided is I'm not going to overextend myself anymore, which is hard if you're codependent, which is another part of not knowing your worth and not drowning in self-love. That's okay. But stop crossing oceans for people who wouldn't even cross puddles for you. That was a hard pill that I had to swallow. If you have to swallow that pill too, I suggest you do it. I really do. We're not overextending ourselves anymore. You know why? Because we deserve people who will want to be in our lives as much as we want to be in theirs. Mutual feelings. No overextending. You're not going to be fighting for someone more than they're fighting for you. Absolutely not. Why? Because you deserve proper love. You deserve healthy love. You deserve this and you are worth fighting for. And don't let anyone make you feel otherwise. If people don't want to fight for you, okay, cool. Don't take it personally. Let them go. And let them go with grace. And that's all. That's all. Don't worry about it. Now, lastly, last thing I want to leave you with is you are powerful. You are powerful. It might take some time for you to realize, but you are a force to be reckoned with. Stay tuned for part two. Gardenia blessings to each of you.